Welcome to Pixel Hunt Podcast. I'm Mark and I'm in fine voice. I'm Sol and I'm in this chair. Hey! Uh, I'm Dan and I'm in continent. <laughs> Which continent? Europa. Oh, nice, nice. If you're new to the crew, we're Pixel Hunt Podcast, yeah? And what we like to do... Oh, hang on, I can do that even better. If you're new to the crew... What we like to do is deep dive and analyze games one letter at a time. For this first series, season one, world one, we're covering the Nintendo Entertainment System, NES or Famicom, if you're Japanesey. Japan! Um, we're covering one game per episode. Tower, towering, powering through from A to Z. This episode, this episode? This episode, our World One Stage 16. 16 episodes, bro. Dear me, it's a long old time. It's letter P for Pac-Mania. But before we get into all of that, what have you been up to, Dan? Oh, hi. I've been stuck at home, although things are starting to ease a little bit now. We can start going places. I can go back into office. Pubs are open. You can sit outside a metre away from your friend in a pub, enjoy a little drink. You can go wear a mask in a shop, go buy Mm. some fags, can't smoke them because you've got a mask on, but you can buy them. Um, You can sit on a bus with a mask on, which means when you're going... (laughs) A fit bird opposite (laughs) you, she doesn't know that you're doing that. I like to stick my tongue out of people as I'm walking past them because you can't see it. I just still don't go out anywhere. But go on, so what have you been up to? Um, not a great deal, if I'm honest. Um, still been playing games-wise, still been playing West of Dead. Yeah. We touched on last time, the um, Ron Perlman voiced thing. Um, I almost started playing the Telltale Batman series because I like the Telltale but series. It, but but I, burnt, I burnt out on them a while ago. I went and played... Um, What's the comic? What's the fairy tale one way? The Wolf, Wolf Among Us. Yes, you told me to play that because I was moaning about the Walking Dead one. Mm. Even though I quite liked it, I still moaned about it, but you said that was good. I've mm. never played better. them, should I? The yes. Telltales. Mm. I think I played a bit of episode one of Walking Dead and that's it. i got to be honest. For me, I think there's better narrative-driven games than them. In that Fair style. Enough. Not, I, don't, I don't particularly like that style. Oh. I think that's maybe the thing. It's like, like an interactive comic, isn't it? Mm, yeah, yeah. I it works really well for uh, for it's for iPad or something. It's Batman. probably all right. Wolf Among Us. But I started playing the Batman, and then I thought I don't actually want to get into one of these because I do like them. They're nice to just you can sit back on stuff and just don't really have to concentrate. Right Nobody got time for that. Yeah, exactly. It's nice. <laughs> Who nice was that? Who just walked in and commented there? <laughs> I've also started playing a game called Coffee Talk. This sounds shite. Yeah, you run a coffee shop <laughs> and you make coffees for people. You're a barista. Okay. And um, it's story-driven. You basically talk to the people who sit at your counter. You're halfway you, there, you've got a beard. And I, I don't really know what to make of it. I got a bit bored, so I stopped playing that. And this is becoming a problem now 
I'm starting games and getting into games and getting so far into them and I've got bits of games it's left over all over the it's place. Too many. It's because you have a tendency to go not triple A. Yeah, maybe. So you, you need to get some triple A back I'll in probably, your life. I probably do, yeah. Because yeah. I, I went Red Dead 2, remember? And <sighs> I nearly went back to that because this West of Dead where you're playing a flaming headed dead cowboy. Yeah. It kind of, yeah. Ooh, a bit of jinky janky cowboy music uh, and I thought I'll just yeah and then I, and then I, the thought of it walking around really slow and traipsing everywhere on my, on my arse I thought no fuck that yeah you so did right to think that I went and played Outer Wilds oh, oh I, 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 talking I, about I, games that you dipped into and then stopped playing just because you went on to something else which is what I did with Outer Wilds yeah. no reflection about what it's like I don't really know what's happening yet so I've got I've been out and got me launch codes for my satellite you wake up and you're apparently clearly some pilot who's got to go somewhere oh, to do something oh this is the one that's like bloody the RPG that's a bit like Fallout no, but Sky. Sky. Oh, no RPG oh, no, no, you're, yeah. that's Outer Worlds you're thinking. Ah, oh, okay. this is Outer Wilds ah, what, sorry what, right. so there's Outer Worlds Outer Wilds which is what you're on about in yes. space mm-hmm. which is that Outer and there's and Outer then, Toilet Paper which yeah. happens to me frequently <laughs> and then there's that game that we're on the Xbox Showcase a bit back that was wild, wild out, in a wild or something? In a wild, yeah. Something like that. So, so stop oh, giving the same name, just don't get So this thing, so far, I've figured out... I'm Make a, some new names up. I'm a pilot, so I've, I like the flight mechanics of my ship. You sleeping bag, don't you? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and you're off. If you've got a sleeping one, you usually do. Hopefully. <laughs> I did some basic training in my yeah. low G suit. Fix some stuff. Yeah. It just teaches you basics how to fix your ship if you crash it, I guess. Yeah. Twang from somewhere. Mm, sorry, so I um, flew off to the moon and found someone on the moon. I'm like, okay, cool. Playing yeah. a banjo. Now I wander around. Yeah, yeah. And then and then the sun exploded. Fucking <laughs> 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 big supernova. <laughs> well, I thought, what's that noise? Is that rumbling? And because I'm stood on a moon, I just thought I'd spin around and the, you see the sun, it's massive and it just started going. <laughs> big blue yeah. and then it imploded into a little ball and then just went <laughs> and then I died and then you wake up again you, you see that it just goes <gasps> and then you're back you back where you started <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you, you see it kind of reverse what you've just done Interesting. but the things you've learned on your journey you've you've remembered roguelike styling so it's a roguelike adventure type game which is interesting but I don't actually know what I'm supposed to do I'm just adventuring I'm well, going around places the yeah, yeah, you keep it's picking, kind of yeah. interesting so what, what else then what, what non gaming that was before you go that was Edge's game of the year oh was, was it was it really yeah I might have to give it a peruse it's good then. it's on game pass I go, I go away now on Saturday and I've got my gaming laptop and I haven't had time to play anything so I can now put a load of shit on that and spend two weeks getting arsehole playing games by a pool so I, I, I shall add that to it so you say it's on Game Pass yes yep. it might get mm. more intense but at the minute I'm finding it quite relaxing I'm just you don't know where to flying be. around in a spaceship you've got I found me yeah I won't spoil anything mm. I'll, I'll, I'll no, leave don't it to spoil you anything. to discover leave it. it there leave it there yeah. right go on films films I not much film wise from the last time we got together but I did watch something called Kitchen never heard of it it's um, Melissa McCarthy oh. yeah yeah you know, the, the big girl from um, yeah I know yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, so 
there's three women whose husbands get arrested the mafia guys they get all get arrested and off they go to prison and the mafia say oh we'll look after you while they're in prison and they just get like 60 dollars or something tied them over for the month and they all turn around basically and go well, this is no good okay and we're gonna do it and we're gonna do it better because there's some of the people that the the charging for the for the um, protection are getting this, a bit this oh, sounds not. really familiar <clears throat> to me but i don't know if this is just because it's really derivative or because yeah. i've actually maybe, seen it maybe they're both um <laughs> It was all right, yeah, quite enjoyed it. Um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go out of my way to watch it again. I'll tell someone to watch it, but mm. yeah, pass the time. That and Good Boys. Uh, I've watched that. It's which, all right. Yeah, Kelly was in Stitches. She found it hilarious. The novelty of little children saying "fuck shit, piss." Yeah, my kids liked it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, and not not understanding what kissing and stuff is. The bit with the sex doll was funny. Yeah. Where he's practicing the kissing. Kisses the sex doll. They're called the CPR doll. Kisses the sex doll. Oh, why is it sticky? <laughs> why has it got hair in its mouth? <laughs> so some of it was funny. Uh, I would recommend that. It's made by the same people who did... Superbad. Superbad. Yeah. yeah. Oh. That's nowhere, nowhere near Superbad quality. No, no, no. But um, yeah, that, that was all right. Superbad. TV things. I've started watching that thing on Netflix with Zac Efron about sustainability and the world and stuff. I've only watched one episode and Iceland looks cool as fuck. Every time I see a program about it's Iceland, expensive. I'm like, why doesn't everyone just do what Iceland does? Yeah. Well, no. they could do it on a smaller scale because they're tiny. Cool. Yeah, but well, I mean, you could start doing it on a small scale. The geothermal stuff. I remember learning about geothermal energy when I was at school. Why is it? That's 30 years ago nearly. Why, why not? You know, why is not more people doing this? Because Ireland, uh, Iceland no are not controlled by, well, by billionaires, probably are they? Oil companies don't want people to invest in stuff like that. No, exactly, that's what but, I mean. You know, Iceland are their own thing, aren't they? But Iceland does look cool. I mean... Freezing. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's quite to do some good deals. You can get Black Forest Gatos really cheap. In <laughs> you can. Chicken drummers. Anyway, Esgill. Skill. Skill Gill. Yeah. I, what about yourself? I finished Last of Us 2. Ooh. We can't talk about it because I've lent it to Daniel, but what I will say in summary, I know you think very highly of it. It's it's a very brave game. It's very brave. Um, and what I particularly liked about it, and I particularly still enjoy about it, is all these people who hate it because the narrative's too challenging can for you them. They can can't you, get past the narrative. Can you, can so, you tell me... Without spoiling it for listeners and Dando, yeah. why are people smashing the games up and throwing them out? I didn't. Be- kept... Because like the the narrative is too challenging for them. They don't like the fact that um, it don't conform. It, it does not conform to what they want. They do not like the fact. That Bear in mind, this is challenging someone else's their vision, not theirs. Yeah, this is it. And this it's is challenging gets... their opinion of what those characters they wanted those characters to represent and what they wanted those characters to be, and they can't get past that and play the game. And I think it's wonderful because know. they're that fucking thick. They don't deserve to play the game. So I think it's absolutely beautiful. I know you like that because I remember you talking. I'll let you carry on about Last of Us but I remember you talking about uh, Mad Max and how in Mad Max the Fury Road mm. there's basically no um, dialogue whatsoever no. because everything's painted and directed in such a manner you don't need dialogue you don't need to be told that there's no water this guy controls it all rules everyone with an iron fist but people are like well, there's no story but it is it's right there in front of you yeah just watch you're it. among it yeah but, um, but yeah I mean, the way that they brought a new character in who you've not played it yet no. <clears throat> that 
you play for a long period of time. There's no spoilers here because you, I think about the second or third scene, you play as... Yeah, oh, play it, does, as it doesn't great on you like having to play John Marston's kid at the end of Red Dead 1, does it? Because that, I hated that little um, No. It depends on how you are, or playing how Martin. happy you are to play this character as no, opposed to it's good, it's a welcome Joel break. It's diff- or Ellie. Yeah, yeah, it's just Ellie's a different, a new, different play style, different, a different sort of rhythm to when... And a different and, angle. And a different angle to this, this story. I thought, it, I just thought all of it was really 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 good and like I say giving nothing away at all I'm glad it challenged morons and I'm glad morons threw it out uh, because good (laughs) like I say it's brave because they've made some really brave decisions that can piss a lot of people off and it's very brave storytelling structure and also it's very brave because it treads over a lot of old mechanics and past but I think that's because it's the end of this this engine and of course Tsushima took a beating for that recently in that I think we've gone as far as we can now with like these open world engines of this gen and we need something else. I think everything's getting a bit Yeah, tight. it's time to innovate a bit now, <laughs> but, uh, isn't it? Do you, when you get to it, you'll feel very uncomfortable playing it. I, I didn't. I, I, I had a massive but smile I, on my face all the way through. Even through the uncomfortable parts, I was like, yeah, but go it's, on. But it's brave. <laughs> yes, it brave. is. And the gameplay is really, really good. The only bad thing for me was because I had so little time. Um, I think I finished it in 20 hours. It... It really deserves a, a more considered playthrough than I gave it. And I definitely will be playing it again and I definitely will play it over a much longer period of time and I definitely will soak it all up a lot more instead of racing through it because the one good thing that The Last of Us and The Last of Us 2 does is turns every kind of situation into a puzzle in its own right. So as well as being a stealth game and a shooting game... Hey, every, it's not as stealthy as the first one. It's not anywhere near as stealthy no as the one, first yeah. one. Um, as well as being stealthy and as well as being... that, It's a puzzle game and it's all right. If you want to look at that area and think, right, if I go around there and I take him from there and then I move to that and then I do that and if I create that distraction there... And there's no then carrying I can do ladders. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you, you can play chess with it. Yes. So, you know, so... Uh, but the thing is, I wasn't doing that, which I did a lot in the first one. You know, mm-hmm. by the time I come to the third or fourth playthrough of the first one, you know, you're playing it on hard as well, but I owned the shit out of that game. But it was still rewarding because those encounters, every single one of them, was a puzzle in its own right. And one of the good things they've done with Last of Us 2 is when you finished it, because uh, I've dipped back into it, those encounters are now all there, which they didn't do with the first one. So you can go, I want to redo that encounter. And oh, you can, right, yeah. So, which is a nice sort of because there's no multiplayer or anything, is there, to it? Yeah, so, yeah. it's a nice way of getting some more mileage out oh, of the game. Yeah, I'm trying to talk Kelly into watching me play it because I know she'd have no interest in playing it. Yeah, I don't but, know. You know, Jen watched a lot of it and she was just like, "This is depressing as shit." So she didn't like it at all. <laughs> so yeah. I don't know whether um, she didn't mind watching that crappy Days Gone thing, but she wasn't too keen on watching that. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so what about fl- flicks and flicks and series? We, in terms of TV viewing and stuff, not a lot because uh, we got to the end of all the Marvel films with kids, which mm. has been nice to go sit back through all them. How did um, and how having did gone through them a second time with fresh eyes and watching the reaction of the kids, has your opinion as to which is My the best wants one to changed? Marry Tony Stark. Yeah, but she, she had it spoiled that no spoilers. Sorry, spoilers for a film that's over a year old. Um, shit it's, I'm sure everyone has shit it's spoiled what happens to Iron Man yeah. so that didn't have the emotional heft that I wanted All but right. it still upset her um, so now I've not been really that didn't crush her as yeah. much as I wanted yeah. it upset her but I'd really wanted to see her suffer <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, just what on is... the subject I, I, 
TV and film, I don't, I've, not, I've hardly watched anything. Oh, I've watched P- Perry Mason. So at the time okay. of recording, there's only two episodes left. All right, okay. I think and two, good two or three. Yeah. 1930s, uh, Boiled Detective. It looks expensive. Right. HBO, um, Grimm, Dead Babies, uh, World War Two, Grimm, uh, World War One. sorry, Grimm scenes. But worth watching. It's good. Nice, slow paced. Cool. Good. It sounds like a name that I recognise. Perry Mason. Yeah, because it's a remake, innit? It? Oh, a reboot. He uh, was a lawyer. But yes. he starts off in this, leading up to how he becomes a lawyer, so he's a, he's a hard, hard-nosed... Okay, I quite fancy down that. His luck, I, private again, eye. I might take that away then. <coughs> but gaming, I've just started playing uh, Metal Gear Solid 2. How oh, have you? Remastered. Oh, Do you know yeah. what? I was going to ask you, you know, when what? you said it greats playing this other character, I almost said, well, like when you got to play Raiden, Raiden. at the start. I, I love <laughs> that, though. I, yeah. Metal Gear Solid 2 is my favourite Metal well, I'm Gear Solid. That, it's good. But it's yeah. a remastered version because it's on Game Pass, so it's the one that we're on 360, they've got 2 and 3 in it. Yes. Yeah. And what they seem to have done is, is polished all the textures up. Right. And, I, and so my daughter came in and she, and she, she was immediately fixated on Snake's ass. <laughs> she, <laughs> Look at his bum. And his bum looks divine. Does it? Yeah, but the polished like beautiful. It's like, it's like, like a, got a lovely sheen. Why has he got straps on his bum? Look at his bum. So I don't know if she understands what erotically charged is at, <laughs> at, at seven. But I think she fancies snake, uh, okay. Snake's backside. But, <laughs> Why not? But it's like... Weird, it is. It's like because you're always from behind him more often than not. Aren't you running up Definitely. and down corridors? That first bit on that boat Weird. of that game is very, well, very, very good. I think I'm, good, uh, you'd see them in the rain. Yeah, yeah I'm really just good. on to where you come across the Metal Gear and you've got to take photos of it. Metal Gear Ray, yeah. Yeah, I, I really, really, really loved that game. Speaking of sexually charged. It might be his voice as well. Yeah. No, no, it's his ass. Quite a good voice. Definitely. She can't stop commenting about it. So I just think it's in, uh, Snake's ass is entrancing my daughter. It's okay. David Hater, isn't it? Is yeah, Hater? it is then. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever seen it's some cheesy. of the stuff he's done that he's recorded afterwards, like lately? No. There's one of him <laughs> which really made me laugh watching it. And I go back and watch it every now and again just because it tickles me. <clears throat> and he's talking to, is it the captain? Is it? Otacon. He's, he's boss, you know. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to sneak around, but I'm dummy thick. And the slap of my ass cheeks keeps alerting the guards. <laughs> there you go. So even he talks about his ass. Yeah, and then, then, then Kiefer Sutherland replaced him. Why did they replace him? Yeah, in the most Five. recent one, it's uh, Kiefer I haven't Kiefer played... I played three... That was Snake Eat, wasn't it? Set in Vietnam. You, you really should play five. There's a lot I haven't played four. Like. Four's good as well, but... Where he's an old man. Yeah, but five is an exceptional... Do you need to play yeah. Ground Zero nah, as well? No, no, they're all different. That's like anyway. ten minutes long, the, the great thing about um, <clears throat> five is wherever you leave things, things are there. So I'll come on to it because it links back to what I've been playing. So I'll let you finish, so... No, that's it. That, oh, I, just, okay. I just thought well, it was funny that it, it I, hypnotic butt cheeks. I'd played... Um, <laughs> Far Cry 5 because it was in the sale I got oh, yeah. that and um, what happened in Far Cry 5 I tried to play Far Cry 5 like Metal Gear so I'm approaching a town a city that I've got to take and I'm thinking right fucking got this here I'm going to leave this gun turret mounted van here at this particular point and then if I get into bother I'll get them to chase me out of town I'll jump onto this van and I'll shoot the shit out of them and then at the other end of this town I'm going to block this 
pathway off so they can't escape down there because there's a vantage point up there that they could climb up and stuff like that and this is all things you think about when you play Metal Gear Solid and wherever you leave everything it's there wherever you leave it on the map it's there right to the point where you go I'm going to cut down this alleyway and I'm leaving a tank at the end of this and that's going to go there and I'm putting a helicopter over there you literally put anything where you want Far Cry 5 it all fucking disappears so you go down the street and look behind you and that car you've just dropped off is fucking gone. Uh, it's respawned somewhere else in the game. No, so, someone's come along and stolen it, Mark. Yeah, no, they yeah. haven't. It's <laughs> like <laughs> so there's no hearing it drive off or anything. It's just walking around, turning around and it's gone. Um, so so that, yeah, it's the re- it boiled me piss a bit about Far Cry 5. The fact that uh, I was quite enjoying it and I, I was liking it, but I wasn't able to play it in the strategic manner in which I'd played Ground Zeroes and it felt like a similar game to me. So that that was my gaming thing. Um, film-wise, I watched Rob Zombie's Halloween 1 and 2 again with the kids. Um, <laughs> that's really bad. <laughs> We're a horror family, aren't we? So we watch horror all the time. Uh, so they'd watched the most recent Halloween and they've watched obviously the original Halloweens. And then I were like, for my money, these are probably the best Halloweens. And going back and watching them again, I was right. <laughs> Rob Zombie ones. Rob Zombie ones are oh, the best okay. Halloweens. Yeah, definitely. Uh, loads of people will be going, what's he talking about? The original's a work of art. But, yeah, it Pretty is. Tough. And I still accept that it is a work of art. And I'm not diminishing the original in any way. I'm just saying the Rob Zombie ones are a more visceral intense uh, horror experience and then I watched by accident because um, because Jen I were working with my laptop on my lap while Jen was watching something that seemed really chick flicky on Amazon Prime called Upload it's fucking brilliant it was absolutely amazing. So it's about a guy who's uploaded himself, his, or his wife, as uh, it's he's some uh, tech developer. I don't know what app he's created. I can't really remember. But uh, he's died, and his wife's uploaded him to the cloud, so he can continue to live in the cloud, a bit like that Black Mirror episode. Uh, and then people can still come and visit him by putting VR headsets on and things like that. And uh, it's really good. And like I said, the wife put it on. The wife liked it, and it starts a bit chick flicky for the first couple of episodes. And then it's almost like it turns around to all those chicks and goes, fuck you. Here you go, guys. I've got you back. And it turns into something quite different. And it's oh, really, really, really good. So that's one to watch with the missus. Uh, and that's me. So <laughs> anyway, let's go on to this pod's game. What is it? This is the game. The game that we've been playing. Well, finally, um, he's picked us out something that seemed on the face of it would be good. We will all know this one. It is Pac-Mania, originally released into the arcades in 1987. It made its way to the NES US only, though, developed by Tengen. The name in the coin-up conversions. The name in coin-up conversions. That's how I should say it. Yeah, Um, yeah. they convert in, in looking at this. Don't I was work. looking at um, conversions of the original Pac-Man game. Yes, and they did a. <laughs> they managed to. I don't know. If, stop me if you've covered this in the notes. But they managed to get round Nintendo's. They managed to release a licensed version of it. Ooh. Get around their seal of quality and release that. it. And then they went no 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 having that. So then they released another one unlicensed, and then Namco. Yes, Nam- Namco, Namco came along for the and went, oh, we're going to release it now. 
And it's all exactly the same game. Is it? Well, that's <laughs> oh, just it's t- exactly the same. Mm, no way. Yeah. Um, yeah, the naughty tension. So yeah. the the best soul could find because he couldn't. He always finds the date for us, um, and he couldn't find it. Was that there's a version on the Master System that was reviewed in all the mags in April 1990. So he's going for April the first. I've uh, hunted because it was a US release. I've hunted through Nintendo Power magazine. Yeah, Every, all it just said in all over the internet was. 1990, which was really helpful. Yeah. So I've just stuck it's, in April. It's really odd that it's only got a US release because it's quite a. I would have thought this would be quite a big release. It got all eight bit releases and everything. So for the NES yeah. only, but yeah, it made its way to the Master System. I think Doma released it for the Master System. So, so yeah, possibly. Yeah, because it doesn't tell you the the, the 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 title screen says 1990 on it, but yeah. that doesn't tell you Thanks. obviously what month. So anyway, more more um, fun facts about. Tengen or Tengen um, they were all unofficial releases as you said to overcome the lockout chips in the cartridges yeah so every, con- every sorry Mark yeah. every cartridge that was released by Nintendo needed, needed to be official and had a chip, chip in, in it, it yeah that not one you get from the chip shop you couldn't just release your own game they basically no. they sold the market when I think we touched on this in the first episode yeah maybe. this is it yeah Mafia and um and the way that so other companies would uh, manufacture a voltage spike that would override the chip, but Tengen were a bit a uh, bit stealthier, and they went to the um, they went to the trademark office and asked for the schematic to the lockout chip because they, they needed it for an infringement case, which is what they said, and then they just reverse engineered it and overrode it themselves that way. Nice, I love Sneaky. that. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, so. Basically, Pac-Mania is Pac-Man, but um, isometric. Like, you've put Pac-Man on a table and then just tilted him forward a bit. Make him 3D. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's all 3D. And he can jump. Oh, yeah. That's he new. He can jump. Yeah. 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 Um, so you get a choice of starting stage, one, two, four, or six for bonus points. Did you ever, on that, did you ever get in, at when you load it up, one, two, four, one, two, four, six, hmm. four options, but six is unselectable. I don't know. I just started at the beginning. Just it? it's unselectable. You can't pick it. I, I, and I don't know how you get that. I, how to unlock it. You probably yeah. have to finish it. Well, I, I got past it. Mm. I got to level seven. Probably have to finish the game mm. or something. Right. Um, so everyone knows how this works, but you eat all the pellets while avoiding the ghosts. The ghosts are Blinky, Pinky, Inky, Clyde and Sue. Wasn't there always a suit? From Miss Batman. Ah, right, okay. Eating a large power pellet caused the ghost to turn blue and flee and then flash and then turn back to fucking ghost again (laughs) exactly when you're about to eat the bastards. Oh, if you let me. Triggered. I don't think that's what he says in his notes. (laughs) No. Um, that is annoying that though it is fucking well annoying flashing uh, flashing got him got him oh no he's dead <laughs> uh, clearing the stage allows uh, allows us Pac-Man to kind of go blah, 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 and then appear again in a new level of danger quite why he's doing this no one knows uh, there is no storyline to, to Pac-Man Tasty he's pellets. got Pac-Man fever he just loves munching them pills big ecstasy head he's got Pac-Mania yeah he's just going through munching 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 them pills and then eventually he gets a bit of munchies and he gets 20 pills down strawberry maybe a yeah. cherry who knows depends what fruit a boiled, salad's coming a boiled in. sweet 
That's yeah. it. Um, new to this game, uh, as well as being able to jump, um, there are two new ghosts. The green ghost, Funky. Um, I'd like to rename him Bastard. Um, and the grey ghost, Spunky. I'd like to rename him Asshole. Um, and they also have the ability to jump. Yeah. Um, you, can, you can jump. You can, Funky yeah. doesn't jump as high as you. He so doesn't, you but right, generally he times his jumps like a mother funky, <laughs> doesn't he? Yeah. So you go to jump and you're straight in him. I just um, avoided him. So while Pac-Man can still jump over Funky, you cannot jump over Spunky. Never try to jump the Spunk. Yeah. Um, in a certain number of pellets will cause bonus items to appear, as I have touched on. Some will increase movement speed. That's the green pellet, or double points values, etc. There are 19 levels. Are there 19 levels? Yeah, that's boy. quite a good value. Um, yeah, package. I, then, I couldn't get it? past seven, so that is. Yeah, I think I got to. What did I get six. to? You were watching me five, six, six something like today, that. Yeah, five, jungle, jungle that steps. Was, that was in. What was I got to six without dying? Oh, good. There is. Yeah, yeah well, we'll come to it later. Yeah. And then that was where all those bastards got <laughs> <laughs> Um So before we go on to critique uh, Pac-Mania, um, I think it's time for Sullivan's cultural interlude. Cultural interlude! Well, as we always do around this time, in the middle of the podcast, the jam in the donut. If the jam like, in the donut, nice. Is, uh, the clart in the jam rag. We like to we like to think back to what was going on when this game was out. So if you popped down to local Woolworths and got yourself a copy of Pac Mania in the US, not not in the UK, what was it? Woolworths in the US? Yeah, Woolworths is, is an yeah. American company. Is it? Yeah, bro. No way. I died it all down as English. That and uh, Woolworths. So, so you could have you could have you could have picked a game. <laughs> Woolworths. Woolworths. <laughs> Count to Woolworths. You could have picked a mix. <laughs> could have picked Let me tell you about this. <laughs> a Nez game. It's funny to keep interrupting. <laughs> a Nez game. Woolworths. <laughs> a single. <laughs> pick a mix. No, right. You daft apeth. Okay. So, Woolworths. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me laugh. Right, go on, go on. I won't do it again. Promise, I'm not. I'm not doing it. Right. So you pop down to Woolworths. <laughs> you pick yourself up a copy of Pat Mania. Yes. You could have maybe picked yourself up a single or an album or even a magazine. Yeah. So what single could you have been buying? The UK number one single on the first of April in 1990 was. <laughs> By Snap. Did they also do Rhythm is Rhythm is a dance, but that was about three years later or something, wasn't it? Was it? Two years, maybe. But got the, featuring... That were a game in, wasn't it? What game was that in? Don't know. I think that featured in some Amiga game or other. Maybe it Can you remember what it was called? Maybe you just was remember playing it Remember what the rapper was called? Well, uh, it, it was called The Power. It was called Turbo B. Turbo B? Yeah, because... What, uh, what did the B stand for? Bastard. <laughs> uh, don't know. But when I went to watch MC Hammer. <laughs> oh, God, here we go. In, in 1990. Yeah, uh, yeah 1990. These snaps supported. Well, did they? Were they Hammer. any good? No. Okay. No. And at number three was Strawberry Fields Forever by, by Candy, Candy Flip. Flip. It's quite a good cover, that. Which is. But it's got like a shuffle in. Baggy, baggy, sort of, Manchester. Uh, sound to it. It's quite a good song, that. Uh, do you know what Candy Flip is? 
Uh, no. Tweeter acid and an E. Is it? Candy flip. I'm all for that. Get on that. Number, <laughs> uh, number six, it was... Not to put too fine a pawn on it. Say I'm the only bee in your bonnet. Make a little bird so By there might be giants. Which is told from the point narrative point of view of a nightlight. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That can make sense. It's a light singing the song and telling you all about him being a light. I think it's a really good song, that. The, have you heard the kids' albums that they do? No. Really good. They do, they? they do science. That just clever. Well, Olivia yeah. always gets in the car. She says, Can we put that song on, Dad? Mop. Right. And Lily just goes, Mop, <laughs> Mop, Mop, <laughs> Mop, <laughs> Mop, Mop, Mop. <laughs> it's bonkers. But uh, yeah, it's really, it's a good. They're good. They're clever. Cool. And I think that's why we like them because we're not. And then you've got. Uh, Lily Was Here by Dave Stewart featuring Candy Dulfer. <laughs> the fuck's Candy Candy You'll Dulfer? You'll know this. It sounds like a porn song. It's that saxophone song. I've got no idea. Candy Dulfer sounds like a dodgy sex move. Did you Candy Dulfer? Yeah, albums anyway, right? Yes. UK number one album was only yesterday, uh, which was The Carpenters' Greatest Hits. Oh, the Carpenters. The, do do you like Carpenters? Ab. Absolutely love the carpenters. The crap, 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 don't you, nope. don't you use the word? Well, crap I was trying to think of what carpenters songs. Cap, carpenters. All, of, all of them are good. Rain days and Sundays. Rain days. Rain days and Sundays. Yeah, is that right? Rain days and Mondays. Yeah. We've only just begun. And yeah. then what's that? What's the one on the Simpsons? Of the world. On the Simpsons. Yeah, they do sing that at the Simpsons. Close um, to you. That's it. Close right. to you is the Simpsons, wasn't it? Where it goes back to Marge and Homer yeah. at school. But there is when Sideshow Bob gets out of prison and he's building that dam and he's going to blow it up. He's stood up like, I'm on top of the world. <laughs> down and green. Well, that's number one. Greatest day. God, and it deserves and number to be. two, Changes Bowie by a guy called David Bowie essentially his greatest hits and what's yeah. your favourite Bowie song then have you watched uh, Changes there's so many I know it's hard isn't it? have you watched that um, there's um, a record star called Amoeba and they have uh, loads of bands play there and there's one Where? They, they, uh, in Hollywood alright oh, uh, it's really good go to their website if you're ever bored there's loads of good live acts on there the Not sound quality is always really good <laughs> but there's Not one the with, there's one with um Flight of the Concords on where they're on about going tri- time tripping where they take LSD and go back in time and he goes on about meeting David Bowie and he goes and I played him some songs and he nicked all my songs and then he's like well, yeah but you were playing his own songs back to him <laughs> like you had a David Bowie you, uh, what, easy David Bowie book and he went well, yeah, you, you do notice after that area his songs go easier as <laughs> he said uh, if you when you go into space Bowie in space yeah. do you wear sequin spaces <laughs> Bowie Bowie yeah, in space and at number five uh, Violator by Depeche Mode well it's about right for him that innit he violated that, himself oh didn't man he? that's a that is the commitment to wanking that innit well oh <laughs> Depeche Mode Dave Gann oh I'm a wrong guy who are you thinking of yeah I was thinking of Hutchins oh in excess yeah, yeah, yeah. now this is uh, Violator with your own Personal Jesus and uh, yeah, enjoy like the silence. Yeah, I, 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 I ever wanted all ever needed. But they didn't do a great deal in my ass. <laughs> Thanks. Before you move on to films, yes, something I'm meant to mention in the TVs and film bit at the start. Oh, right go, the on, kick off. go on. 
I managed to catch a documentary on yes. Channel uh, Channel BBC Four. <laughs> yeah, it was following BB Hot Chocolate at the BBC, which wasn't as as good as I expected it to be. Actually, mm-hmm. um, it was about yacht rock. Now I'd never heard the phrase yacht rock until I said it a few and, episodes ago. Did you? Yeah. Oh, well, obviously I don't listen to you. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and it was all about the inception of this music from the early 70s into the mid 70s and all the bands that played it and I was listening to it all going that's really nice it sounds really cheesy soft easy listening rock but everything I was like yep like that like that I like that and there's a there's a playlist I found on Spotify called Yacht Rock and you'll you'll know what I mean when I tell you when I read you some of these songs out you make my dreams come true by Hall and Oates. Oh, yeah. Making my dreams come true. Yeah. yeah. Um, Everybody Wants to Rule the World. It's his fears. Um, mm-hmm. Africa, Toto. Yeah, I love all these. Um, it says, yeah. this is Yacht Rock. Yeah. I fucking it's... love Yacht Rock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't know what it was. I, I didn't know what it was, but I'm yeah. fucking Hold, hold the line by Toto. Hold the line. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get a yacht. I, ju- I just died in your arms, cut your crew. Oh, yeah, man. Um, a name is Rio must be on there because yeah. they actually did Footloose. that on the rock. Footloose, um, there's Steve Winwood, Steve Winwood. There's like oh, um, I'm gonna have to start Doobie a new Brothers. Band. You're gonna have there's... to start a new band just called Yacht Rock. It's it's brilliant. Yeah, I know. It and is. it's it's <laughs> shit and cheesy, but in the best way ever. Yes. And and I needed to get that in. Yeah. No, I'm glad you did get it in because I'm glad I know that. Yeah. And now I'm going to go look for your rock playlists on Spotify next time. I'm Which dead. also led me on to something I talked about previously, a YouTube channel um, by a bloke called Rick Beato where he pulls oh, he songs apart. Ah, they're brilliant. Yeah. They're brilliant. And he pulls apart Rosanna. Rosanna, yeah. Rosanna. There's a lot going on in that. Yeah, but then he'll, he'll, be, he'll just... Um, singles out bits and just listen to the drum fill and yeah. listen to the vocals now listen to it with the harmonies in and mm-hmm. how, you, how the songs are built up and you're like wow yeah them Toto uh, songs there's a there's yeah. a significant amount of work going on in I, like, I, I approve of all the Steely Dan in yeah, that Steely in Dan that. anyway we digress but in a nice way uh, films the number one UK film on April the 1st 1990 was Tango and Cash ooh we went Brilliant. to the cinema to watch that it was really good it was really this good this is the tail end of that this is the tail end of that type of film yeah, yeah. yeah I, I think we were nervous about getting in but we got in do you think this is, so this is 1990 it used to take a year to get to us this is 1991 so yeah we would we were 14 so we were probably 15 we were probably going oh will we get in will we get in will we get in do you think this was the peak of those films or do you think it was already started yeah like Uh, this is this wasn't the peak because it's not the best one um, but it was the last good one of Mm. those types of movies even Lethal Weapon 3 is dodgy isn't it yeah I mean yeah I mean because you'd already had prior to this Red Dawn which is shit yeah that was Arnold Schwarzenegger and Belushi. That no, one. That's the one no. I'm on about, anyway. Yeah. yeah. No, what was that called? Red Dawn? I read something or other, wasn't it? Um, but yeah, you'd had all that kind of crap. Um, but yeah, I think this was the last good one. 
Mm. And it was uh, Sylvester Stallone's The Geek, and he with fucking glasses yeah. and all that shit. Uh, but yeah, I think that's a good film. It's still good now. Do you remember the arcade game that they made that wasn't definitely wasn't Tango and Cash, but actually definitely was Tango and Cash? Lucky and, Lucky and Crash. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Steering wheel and guns on, on oh, the top. Yeah. Yeah. I thought you were just like, it were a vending machine for Tango, and no. you thought it were a game. No, it was a light, <laughs> it was a light gun game. Light gun game that was also a driving game. Yeah. One person was shooting, one person was driving. Nice. You have a number three Born on the 4th of July Oliver Stone's Born you, on the 4th of July with Tom Cruise I've never seen the I film I've never I haven't. seen that film either so we can't talk about that then no next but it's supposed <coughs> to be good did it get best picture um, it got something but it didn't get Tom Cruise an Oscar did it no he's not I think a, he tried his Magnolia best Magnolia was it? his Oscar wasn't it he had an Oscar I think he got one for Magnolia didn't he best did actor anyway right just for you Mark Steven Spielberg's always at number five. Willing now, to bet that's fucking boring. Well, well, I tell you this, right? I went to the cinema to watch this. And you were bored. So I was <laughs> 13. Steven Spielberg, so you'd had Alton Dinner Jones stuff, Spielberg, Excite. I know you've got a different Me opinion too. of Spielberg. But it was Steven Spielberg's always. So me and my mate Duncan... Went to watch this, Stuart, I think possibly. <laughs> a few of us went all oh, excited, dear, all excited. Bad. And it's about... Richard Dreyfus is a ghost, isn't he? Where it's a ghost of a, a flying water plane thing, you know, forest fire plane. Yeah, I don't know. Fucking. Oh, yeah. last, the last film I remember is Steven Spielberg and Richard Dreyfus. All he did is build a fucking mountain out of mashed potato. But it's an hour, it's an hour and a half snooze fest. Oh, what a surprise. <laughs> At least it's an hour and a half snooze fest and not a fucking two well, and a half hour one. <laughs> Well, it might have been longer. Like all of his other films. But I can remember not being particularly impressed. But Richard Dreyfus, Ollie Hunter, and John Goodman. All right. Well, whatever. Games. Games. Bloop, 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 bloop. That's my game noise. So, CVG <coughs> issue 101. CVG hits this month's Cyberball from Domark. Good what? On the Amiga and Why Spectrum. Why do I know this? I don't... It's an arcade... Because uh, I've, I've got the other one. Speedball. That's what's in my head. Yeah, it's yeah. an arcade conversion. Essentially, it's NFL with robots. I saw it's speedball. Similar. No. Kettle. Well, speedball. Similar kind of shit. Yeah. It's NFL, so American football with robots. Mm. But as soon as you get the ball, it's explosive. And if you don't get your designate, you've got four chances to get 10 yards like you do in American football. If you don't get that 10 yards, then the ball explodes. Which I think they should incorporate that into real life American football. Okay, why not? Yeah, yeah. yeah I agree. Yeah. I agree. Vendetta by System Three on the Commodore sixty four, scoring ninety two percent. I never played this, but I, I always remember the adverts. But they were really heavily advertised at the time, wasn't it? Well, it looks like the Last Ninja because that System Three did that. Uh, I didn't have a Commodore sixty four. You did. No, well, granddad your granddad did, but, but, yes, but you I had access to it. I had access to one. Yeah. And. Um, it looks like a Vietnam type Rambo uh, Last Ninja. Yeah, thing. I, I kind of remember always wanting to play it. But it's got a groovy driving section as well. Uh, yeah, which the Last Ninja didn't have because he always had like throwing stars in his hands. He couldn't drive a car. Okay. Uh, emotion. With this like Arkanoid. Well, emotion on the Amstrad from US Gold. It was a puzzle game. You look at the cover, you're on your balls. But it's got Albert Einstein. Einstein on the cover, yeah. yeah, with like electricity coming off him. Yeah. I, re- I distinctly remember. I got it from Boots. I got it for a two for one, I think. Yeah. I got that and Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom for Amstrad on cassette from Boots the Chemist. But now they just sell deodorant and condoms. 
But what you got to do, you're in a spaceship and you bounce balls together, mm. uh, which is better than doing it with a hammer. <laughs> and when you collide them together, the balls go small and then you collect those balls. But if you don't, they go bigger. But they're, they're tied by pieces of what look like elastic. So you can buy them around. I, I can remember buying it and getting really confused and thinking, why did this get 95%? <laughs> Put it back. I don't think I played it again. I got your Amstrad as a hand-me-down, didn't I? So yeah. I remember playing this. And I'd have been in what, like five or six, maybe? Yeah, been no five. idea what was going on. Yeah. Absolutely no idea. And looking at the 13. pictures now, I still no idea what's going on. <laughs> it looks like molecules. And you'd think the Albert Einstein on the cover. It, it, that just, it were molecules. It just has a pang in my head that. Um, the no, pang's a different game. The, that's uh, got balls in that it. That's got balls in That the cover and the game didn't match. It seemed to me to be some kind of arcanoidy type affair. Hmm. Yeah. But. It's really slow. Yeah. <laughs> I watched the video on YouTube, it's really slow. Mm. Uh, now we're moving into next era, so Golden Axe on the Mega Drive scoring 95%. Yeah, and that's Julian, identical. Julian it, Jazz yeah. Rignall said, the differences between this and the coin op yeah. are virtually non-existent. And I think this this is when it felt... Like you'd finally like, got an arcade ooh, machine at home. Yeah, yeah, which 1990 was start at the end for the arcades, really, wasn't it? It started yeah. tailing away. But that, it felt like, God, I can get this at home. Yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure, I don't know if you put them both side by side, whether they are different, but it really felt they like you could get it on. They, they, they? They, they are, if you put them side by side. You do, yeah, you do, but it's not, it's not night and day. No. no. In the arcades, Jazz, Julian Jazz Rignall, he was uh, rating Gradius 3, which only got 80%, and I'll do my best Jazz Rignall. Uh, it doesn't really offer much that hasn't already been seen in this genre. I prefer R-Type 2. Fine. Which, to be fair... I do also. But I I would love to see how much PCB goes for this. I think there's one on sale on eBay for a grand. <laughs> Good luck with that. Uh I don't normally I don't know we don't normally cover the letters. No. But there was one letter on the letter page from someone called Fish McBernide and it was titled Wibble Wobble Yerk. And it will Yob's mailbox. Dear Yob, your mag is bum rhubarb chicken winkle, <laughs> and I buy it just to wipe my body. It's a bit aggressive, like isn't it? it? I like and it. And Yob says, right, I'll make sure there's extra ink in this issue, so you get a black bum and leave loads of skids in your horrid purple nylon white fronts. <laughs> I approve of such irreverence. Have you featured this because you wrote it back then? No, I Can just you? I do just scanning letters page, and I thought <laughs> there were another one actually. Um, someone were complaining about PC Engine. I've played all the consoles recently. I've played this and even the Conics, which I don't believe because I don't think the Conics Super System or whatever ever was properly done. And that's because I know Jeff Minter. <laughs> <laughs> all right, mate. Calm it down a bit. Yeah, I don't normally read letters page, but they, they tickled me. Uh, multi-format charts. So this month, uh, Chase HQ... Knocked off the top quickly. They were they were amazed so quickly by Paperboy. Mm. There's not a lot on here that we haven't already touched on. No. And seen. Well, Fantasy World Dizzy on Spectrum Amstradona shoves it right up the charts. Buggy Boy is on there. That were a good game, wasn't it? Untouchables. Yeah. Untouchables, actually. Yeah, that was they, quite good. The mention here that Robocop there. Mm. Almost 18 months in the top 10. Wow. To be fair, though, that the. Pretty universally, most of the... A, the arcade game was fantastic. It was really, really good. But most of the conversions were also very, 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 very good as well, weren't they? I mean, I had it on Amiga, and it was 
very close to the arcade. It was brilliant. Robocop. Yeah. It uh, was proper good. Dandle here owns the PCB, don't you? Yes, yes, and I do have Robocop, yes. They're all alive, you're coming with me. Yes. Very, very good. It's hard. As no, it's really hard. And it was yeah. terrifying, you know, when Ed 209 come in, just out of shot, you're yeah. before you see him. Brilliant. <laughs> well, it scared the shit out of me as a kid anyway. Though. Really, really, really good. So... Shall we kick it in? So Shall yeah. we kick it into Pac-Mania? Do you want to do your fun fact before or after we uh, score this beast, Dandel? Uh, I'll do it now if you want. Yeah, why not? Okay. Make us a change, doesn't it? Yeah, mix it Let's up. lead us into it with a fun fact about Pac-Mania. Sit down and strap in. His facts are like a slap. It's coming at you so, so fast. It's Dan's fun This is the first Pac-Man game where Blinky and Clyde swap the names. In the original Pac-Man, Blinky was red and Clyde was orange. Yeah. In this, the other way around. Well, I think that's fine. There's no need to be racist about it, is there? Well, no, but I mean... Racist. <laughs> they're, the, they're the names. Can't swap names. Why no. not? Do you want... Well, do don't it. be racist, All Dan. right, next week I'm Mark. Don't All be, right, cool. Don't be ghostist. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was interesting. Maybe they're yeah, no, yeah, it is interesting. Maybe they're just off their head on pills. Maybe. Maybe, maybe. Well, they all are in that game, aren't they? Mm-hmm. So, where to begin? Who wants to go first? Uh, go on then, I'll go first. You're going to go first. Go on then, you, <clears throat> you go for it. Back to my um, format of... of no, oh, yeah, you've got no. I'm getting organised. Pen's not run out Life's, yet. life's getting in order. Um, so, first of all, I prefer this to the arcade. For what reason? Ah, I'll tell you why. I think it's because Pac-Mania in the arcade is a vertical game. So is the it? play field... It seems a lot more zoomed in when I'm thinking into the arcade. Yeah. We can't see as much of the Real play area. Real fucking close. Now, it looks yeah. good. Pac-Man's nice and big and the ghosts yeah, are big and it's all okay, But yeah, you are very looking. zoomed in. Yeah, right. I can't see a fucking thing. Yeah, That's yeah. my biggest problem with it in the arcade. Right. Just... I can't, can't see, see anything it. coming. And no matter how helpful that jump is, you go, oh, fuck, and then yeah. you jumped into something else. Right. This is better zoomed out, 4 by 3 TV kind of mm. ratio. Much improved. Much improved. Loved it. And I liked how simple the graphics looked. The, the, the arcade machines do look much cleaner and proper, almost proper 3D looking. Yeah. And this is just kind of like, I don't know, a little flat, but I preferred the art style. I don't know why. It just seemed nicer to my eye. Um, and I don't know if you noticed, but the ghosts, as well as being different coloured, they all have different faces as well. They the do. eyes are different. Yeah. And and it gives you clues to their behaviour. Like, with angry eyes, they chase you around. Purple. The blue ones have got, like, cross eyes, and they just do whatever they want. Yeah. Um, I think the orange ones just got wide open eyes and follows you around. So it's... it's um, that's good, yeah. good to know. So you're not just relying on colours. I thought that was yeah. good. Um, what I didn't like... Mm, music I suppose is a bit repetitive but it's Pac-Man isn't it so it's kind of par for the course um, yeah I thought it was a really good arcade conversion I'll give it that um, I'll, I'll, I happened to watch a comparison of all the arcade conversions of this including uh, the Amstrad yeah awful <laughs> the I Amstrad version was awful Amstrad scrolling scrolling yeah, no no anyway. I'll tell you what looked brilliant well. almost as good as the NES maybe on a par with it Commodore 64. It will do. It looked it? great. 
Looks great I'm on that. I have a quick nosy now at that. C64 Pac-Mania. But, um, we are, we are yeah, chat, I'm, I really, really, really liked it. Um, I liked the jump Oh, yeah, thing. it does look good, doesn't it? Um, yeah, look at watch it in motion. Yeah. It's impressive. I, the, the jump mechanic helps. Um, yeah, I like the design, the, the levels. They brought something different to just a flat plane Pac-Man. If I'm honest, I'm not really a big fan of Pac-Man. I actually prefer this to Pac-Man. Nice. I am a big fan of Pac-Man. So I, particularly that um, more recent sort of... Yeah, the uh, Championship, Championship DX. Yeah, that's great. That's I enjoyed that because that goes mental. Yeah, but the it's brilliant. OG Pac-Man from way back when. Uh, it's got a place. It's, it. got, it's got its yeah. place. Yeah, it has, yeah. Because for historical reasons. And if you're someone like John Studley, <laughs> we just kill screens it. But I... 87 this came into arcades. So what's Pac-Man, 81? I have 82. no idea. I wouldn't like to guess. But yeah, I'm looking at this 64 one and it is really, really smooth. It is it? really smooth. And really the, pretty. The, 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 like the buoyancy of the bounce is good. And yeah. the, the only thing that's weird is that the um, the ghosts don't turn blue. Hmm. They just kind of... Looks like looks like they've just been slapped in the face with some soot, but yeah, <laughs> it's it's a really good conversion, though, that, for, yeah. particularly for you know that era. Mm. So I mean, to me, I I score quite highly. I really really enjoyed it. Um, I'd probably go for a ooh, eight seems a bit lofty, but seven seems a bit tight. Split it then. All right then, I will seven. Point two five. Oh, seven, point <laughs> seven, seven and a half, yeah. I get seven and a half. Um I echo that. So it just it's, That was easy. <laughs> it, no, no, it's um it just feels good yeah. to play. So particularly after that bag of toss that um <laughs> well, we had last time. Maze game, boom. Yeah, you know, that has similar gaming mechanics. So it's like randomizer went, here's the worst example of this. And now's the best. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, uh, it is really, really good. It's really smooth to play. The the jump feels tight and nice to use, and um, it's proper satisfying. It's not too hard, you know. Like I thought that. Yeah, there's it, a good balance. It yeah, does get hard, but it, you get a few levels in before it starts kicking you in the face. Yeah, you know, it's it it so. So yeah, I I really liked it. I didn't give it a ton of time because I didn't have a ton of time, uh, but I blasted through to World Six um, and then got stuck on World Six and didn't have time to really get past World Six. Um, but I thought I was probably near the end. I was quite surprised when it said there were nineteen. So I probably will go back and give it another go. Now I know there's that many. Yeah, I, I'm. Uh, I'm not happy that I only got to six. I thought there were probably eight or something like that with it being an arcade conversion. I don't think there's many games we've played that I would happily go back and play some more, and this is one of them. Oh, I, w- I would, yeah. definitely. So maybe, yeah. maybe I should go to eight. Maybe maybe seven and a half is a bit tight. I don't know. It's probably worth playing this version than emulating Pac-Man or Mame or something because it tears like hell. Does it? Yeah, you can't, um, I don't think there's a decent emulation. It would just... It just felt good to play just instantly fun there were no really about the wound me up until them bastards came in but that's their job isn't it yeah uh, so um so yeah i i'll give it an eight um but i don't think i've got a great deal to add yeah but it is it's good i to be honest when the randomizer as aggro as he seems to be getting of late pulled this out i thought oh, 
So Pac-Man, it's got its place and it's all right, but it's so hard. Mm. Unless you're John Studley and you can finish it and kill screen it, whatever, or Billy Mitchell or whatever. But you get, I get I get frustrated with it and I bounce straight. I get bored of it as well. Because mm. it just feels old as well. And by 1987, when this came out, Pac-Man, to us, was an old game. Oh, yeah, it had its day, I know day, it's old it? now, yeah, but, but it I think we've got then. more perspective yeah, yeah. now. And it's just that's now it's now a classic as opposed to that old game. Mm. And Namco have done this before. Maze game, boom! I mm. like maze games. Rally X. So they've got the they've got pedigree. But this took it like you said, this took it to a different the jump helps. Yeah. The levels are nice when you start with those Lego bricks. The 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 three D aspect is well done. Uh it's not too hard <laughs> to the point where when I went back to it after playing for so long, I'd, just, I'd use a, set, a level select and go in at level six because it felt like going through the first four or five levels are just like a slog. Mm. And yeah, it's challenging. It's good. And when those jumpers, when Funky and Spunky come along, they get you right in the face. Yeah. Uh, it's hard to, to say what's good about it because it's just Pac-Man. 3D. Yeah, the jumping mechanics great, and especially as you can jump when you're jumping over ghosts, they don't yeah. they they can't turn around like yeah. you can. So you can quickly evade the ghosts, and you can turn you can jump and turn a corner. Yeah, it, it, it's Pac-Man done. It's Pac-Man Plus. Just <laughs> Pac-Man done as good as <clears throat> other than obviously the one we mentioned on the the more recent one. But it's Pac-Man done to it. That absolutely the best that it could have been done to at that point in time. I'm a I fan think. of Super Pac-Man. Where you get the keys and you get the bit and you go bigger and you can smash through walls yeah. and things. Whereas Miss Pac-Man was more of the same, just different layouts same, yeah. and a bow. It seems. It seems whenever they try and make Pac-Man better, it's better than Pac-Man. <laughs> <laughs> What's your opinion of Pac-Land then? I, I love Pac-Land. Pac I love Pac-Land. I love, I love Pac-Land. Really, Do you know Pac-Land was was before Super Mario Brothers? Was it? Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I love Patland. Yeah, I, I think love it's it. really love it good. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, it's good. It's good. I enjoyed it. It's got uh, 7.5. I think I'm saying with you, Daniel. I can't. Seven's tight. Eight. It's not an eight. So did you up it to eight or did you stay 7.5? Uh, I think I upped it to eight. You upped it yeah. to eight. Yeah, I did. Cause, cause... So 23 and a half puts it at number one. Wow. Does it? Yeah. It's I, just whoa. beat Kickle Cubicle. Oh, God. Easy. And Easy. Oh, better than that. Easy. And then the other one was Eliminator Bar Duel. Yeah. So it's beat... <laughs> don't, oh, and, don't get me started on uh, Goonies. So it's beat Kickle Cubicle, Eliminator Bar Duel, and Goonies. I think the three good examples... In Pac-Mania, Pac Goonies, Eliminator Boat, Jewel, yeah. and Kickle Cubicle, they're all four different types of games. Yeah. Real good examples of all those four types of games. Yeah, I agree. They should totally. be in your NES library. Yeah. But yes, it, it it definitely, 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 definitely is good. And it's very rare we get a good game because, like I say, I'm, I'm looking down <laughs> these lists now and, you know, we've had four there's in been 16. some right shit. So four in sixteen, it's one in four, isn't it? So let's see what the <laughs> randomizer is going to do to us. Before you move on to the randomizer, yes. oh, how, yeah. does, how does Pac-Mania compare in your eyes to the Pac-Man board game? 
with yeah, the I, little. I had the Pac-Man board game as a child. <laughs> look, honestly, look it up. Um, you, how, how does that work? Well, Pac-Man board game is your board is laid your out. Board. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Pac-Man board game is and your you, board. You've got white marbles down on all, and you, I don't know if you roll a dice, and Pac-Man's got a hole in his ass, which helps. And you go, at it, right? Oh yeah, I remember this. Yeah, I had it. Yeah, funny well, story. I remember it. Funny story. The advert for it used to go gobble, 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 gobble. Introducing Pac-Man, a new board game from MB Games. You control your Pac-Man as it gobbles up marbles and piles up the points. But watch out for the ghosts. You can move it in or out of the maze, or back in as long as you. Gobble, gobble, gobble. And the one who gobbles up most wins. And look out for Frogger. Donkey Kong, Zaxxon, Berserk, and Defender. And, of course, Pac-Man from MB Games. And my gran went into Woolworths, bringing that back round, and said, have you got... Woolworths. My gran... Gobble, gobble, gobble. (laughs) The brusque Scottish lady that she was. Have you got that gobble, gobble, gobble game? Even though that's Irish. (laughs) (laughs) Have you got that gobble, gobble, gobble game? That's not. Which she meant. She meant Pac-Man. It it got hungry hippos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But no, it was. Uh, yeah, it was alright. They they it went through a, the right. MB. Yeah. MB released it. They went through a phase of this. They did Donkey Kong board game, Turbo, which was a car racing one, Pac-Man, Zaxxon board game. I guess it kind of makes sense, doesn't it? Cashing in, it mm. is what it is. Yeah. But yeah, look, look, have a look at that. If oh, it's on Ryan's it. toy review. My kid watches that. I'll have to have a look at it and see what he says. Yeah. But what other peas could we have been? We could have gone for a, a piss. Peas. Um, right, punch out. Great. Yeah. Uh, see, there, there's loads of good peas. Prince of Persia. Pac-Man. Brilliant. Yeah. The, the OG the Pac-Man. Pac-Mans. Yeah. The OG, yeah, the OG Pac-Man. Panic Restaurant. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> did you did you look at the link you sent into? No, shall I have a look now? Yeah. It's a side-scrolling platformer where you play a chef fighting food. And he's got a pan. <laughs> and smacks him with his pan. A bit like I'm Food, food Fight. I'm going to look at the old it Atari right arcade. But I'd, I'd like it so to go. Well, well that's loading up Paperboy, <clears throat> obviously. Yeah. Parodius. Well, I don't even know what that is. Yeah, you, do. you do. I don't. You, you do. had Nemesis, Gradius, uh, Full Adventure, okay. and then they did Parodius, which well, was a parody. A penguin or uh, of Octopus. Or... I genuinely don't remember it. Oh, it's brilliant. Uh, not even a tiny See, bit. You fly, you can fly, yeah. And uh, Power Blade, I don't remember that, that either. That is a side-scrolling platformer where he runs like he's <laughs> having a fit. Oh, it, this food one looks good. Yeah, I thought that was... <laughs> look at it. Panic Restaurant, but the, yeah. the, Power blade, the way he runs his brilliant knees up, arms go. He runs like he's off robot chicken. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, do, I can't believe you don't know Parodius. You do know Parodius. So I had it for the snares. It's wonderful. It's Parodius. Are you good? It's an arcade club. So, titillate the randomator. Yeah, let's get the randomator out. Agro, agro randomator. See if he's chilled out from last time. Yeah, hope he's smoked a doobie and relaxed. Do I have to do this? The next game rhymes with what you lot are, which are dicks. The game is kicks. Stick that up, you chuff. Idiots. Kicks, right, okay. You ever played kicks, Mark? I haven't. Is it like clacks? It's it's an arcade. Is the one where you've got to draw lines and fill in the maker boxes of the screen? Yeah. 
you got to get to like 90 odd percent before you get to the next I'm level. I'm going to Google it. That's I'm gonna arcade go- oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because they used to have versions of this in the arcade where I used to go, but they had Japanese birds with the tits out yes, underneath. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. Right, yeah, I well. know what this is now. I yeah. played that on men when I was a teenage yeah, boy. Yeah, that's it, yeah. yeah. Like yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, um, yeah, so... Cool. Well, thanks everybody for joining us. If you did, and if you didn't, I don't thank you. Well, they won't know, will they? Because they, they won't know. Might do. Maybe shout loud enough. Maybe, maybe mm. someone will tell them that I'm uh, listening. Maybe it could be overheard in the background of another podcast. Could be. Could I? If I shout loud enough and someone's on a bus or a train, they might hear us. Oi, not bad. <laughs> Get a car. <laughs> Should listen to this. <laughs> uh, right. Okay. So, um, thank you, everybody, and uh, thank you, guys, for uh, doing this with me. And um, Thanks for your feedback and your support. If you want to reach out to us um, on Twitch or Instagrams, you can do it at Pixel Hunt Pod. Oh, that's incredibly embarrassing. We've lost the end of the recording. Probably that randomizer. But as Mark was saying, you can get us over at Instagram or Twitch. We are at Pixel Hunt Pod. Or you can grab us on Twitter, Pixel Hunt Pod. Uh, you can reach out to us via email. We always like to hear from you. Uh, how do at pixelhubpodcast.com. Alternatively, you can just shout out of your window. If you're somewhere in Yorkshire, we might just hear you. Or don't. I don't know. Whatever. Do, do whatever you want. But anyway, thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for coming along. And uh, we'll see you next time when we're playing a different game that's not this one that we've just played we're pixel hunt podcast playing the game so you don't have to bye